Hi, nerds. Welcome to Animoob, the podcast where we make people watch bad anime and good anime for fun. I am your hostile takeover host, Nathan, and with me today is the Animoob himself, James. Hey, everybody. <laughs> and we also have this other guy who knows way too much about anime and just woke up. His name is Derek. Hey. <laughs> As you can see, it is high-octane, high-energy high all the time on this high-powered episode of Annie Noob 2, The Matrix Reloaded. No, wait. Wait. What episode is this? Episode 7 of, yes. of Question Marks. Who knows how long this will go on until we run out of anime. Oh, uh, forever. Run out of anime. That's funny. <laughs> That's never going no, to happen. Shut up, I'm the host. Now, listen, all of you people. You may have tuned in last time when we... Wait, what was the last episode? Was it free or that other thing? Uh, yeah, Sailor Moon was the last one. You've been probably thinking to yourself, Hey, self, why am I listening to this show and all they watch is bullshit? And that is correct. You should be thinking that. But it's okay, because this week we watched Hibernate Renme, which is like my favorite show ever. Spoilers, that's, I love it. So, um, let me give you a brief summary of the show, I guess. Uh, it's about kids that wake up in a town, and they are coming in cocoons, and they don't remember anything but their dream, and they have wings and a halo, but there's, like, normal people there, too, and it's really mellow. And are they dead? Are they alive? What is plot? And then they wander around a lot. Uh-huh. A lot. And it's nice and mellow, and makes me happy. And if you don't like it, and you think it's boring, you have no soul. So I James, have no soul. Oh no. So James, tell me what you wait. Okay, so we watched the first half of the series. Um, by the way, spoiler warnings, obviously. Yes. For a show that's twelve years do we, old. Do we need to even say uh, is this? Oh yeah. Wow, that makes me feel old. Uh-huh. There will be spoilers. We watched up to episode six. Um, I'm just going to say what happens so you know the cutoff. It's where Ku has a day of flight and is gone, and everyone is depressed. Mm. As if it weren't depressed already. It did not involve people wearing skull masks and robes. I was very disappointed. Okay, there, there's like weird references. Wait, why would it have skull masks and robes? Mm. Are you referencing my knockoff book? Yes, it's called Paradise Seekers. They should go get it on Amazon. Oh, yeah, you can go buy it on Amazon, and if you like Five Day Red Man, you will like Paradise Seekers because it is literally the same thing. Yes, <laughs> accidentally or purposely? Don't don't ask. So, <laughs> um, so the first half of the show, the it's a third episode show. The first half is basically establishing uh, the world, kind of, and then the second half is kind of where character stuff starts kicking in. But anyway, James, you're the Annie Noob. I'm the Annie Noob. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us what you thought about this, what you watched this week. Okay, so One my biggest to... biggest complaint the whole time was the art style. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, Why did you not like the art style? It just was boring. <laughs> you monster. Not enough not enough man muscles. James watched the rest of three, by the way. You're not supposed Let's to tell everyone that. Discuss <laughs> that amongst yourselves and decide what that means. But he was, yes. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Spoilers. I just thought it was very dull and very, um, what was the word you used, Eric? Uh, Minimalistic, maybe? Uh, yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. But, so I think if it was, um, I think it was animated different, I would have liked it better. But I am invested. Like, I want to know what's going on. It took a while to get around to something actually happening. I like yeah. Raka as a, Raka, right? Is that her name? Yeah. Raka. No, it's Raka. <laughs> I like her as a character. Um, I totally thought uh, Ku was a boy. Time. Hmm? 
They're all girls, by the way. Even the one that works on the clock tower that looks like a boy is a girl. They're all girls. <laughs> I, I did know that one was a girl. You mean the one that looks like What's-Her-Face from um, Azuman Gadayo? That's oh, yeah, totally that one. Actually a, lo- yeah, actually, a lot of them look like characters from Azuman Gadayo. It was her and Reiki and, let's see, uh... Nah, just them, actually. <laughs> So a lot being two. Yes. Well, I feel like Ricky's hiding stuff. Well, maybe you'll have to wait and see. So next time, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's... <laughs> so what did you like? Um. So I liked the um. The high bane was it high bane? Is that how you say it? High bane. High bane. High bane. Yeah. I like their like the they have the wings and the halos they don't know what's going on that's cool mm. I like the creepy people that can go outside of town a toga toga that's <laughs> I was going to call them yoga and I was like that's totally not right I have to imagine yep. that whoever wrote this and named them the toga didn't know what toga means in English because that's they don't, a hilarious they don't name wear they don't even wear togas they're not know, even right? Roman. It's kind of yeah. It's oh kind of God. disappointing. Yeah. I kind I was kind of imagining at first when I heard the name that they'd it'd be like this bro fraternity that comes over to trade, and all they've got they is can't beer talk. Bongs. <laughs> oh my gosh! And like red plastic cups. Yeah, and pink so, balls. I think we've just proved that the show that. is better than what Derek expects. <laughs> yep. Um. I wanted the Toby uh, to be in it more. Yeah. Well, they're, they, uh... They're interesting. Yeah, the, the sec- okay, I'm not going to spoil anything, but the sec- the first half was kind of establishing. The second half, it kind of digs deeper into the lore, and it's a lot, it becomes a very, a much stronger character story mm-hmm. invested in the weird lore that that show has, because it has some really weird lore. Who's and, the one that's doing the clock tower? I don't know. I don't remember any of their names. Oh, I don't remember either. Oh, but yeah. Guy with dark, dark-haired girl that I always thought was a boy. You always thought it was a boy. That's the one I always thought was a boy. Really? Who is very obviously a girl? I'm trying to... Kana. Yeah, sure. it's Kana. So I really liked the episode the when, they, when they were working together. That, I think, was my favorite episode. Did they go to the library in that episode? No, they just chased the birds off. Well, they chased the birds off, and then... Um, they go to the clock tower. They go to the clock tower, then they go work. Hmm. Um, with that, in that clock shop. The grumpy guy. Mm-hmm. That's not really that grumpy. Yeah. Grumpy guy. I like him. Yeah, that's one problem with this series, is that the first couple episodes do... It's like not much happens, but they still do kind of seem to morph together. It's like my brain is thinking, nah, nah, those can't be separate episodes. Not enough happened, you know? I think uh, it's kind of interesting as a show because it's kind of slice of life anime-y. Yeah. Where it just kind of goes, but it's slice of life in like super weird town with angel children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Fantasy Slice of Life? Is that a new genre? <laughs> well, it's kind of... I, I don't want to spoil anything, but I think it has a purpose in establishing like that it's actually more normal. It's weird, but these people are still people and normal, and they still do normal people things. So if you just started off in the show like that, you'd think they could fly or do angel magic or something weird, and it's just like, no, they're, they're just all normal. They have jobs, though they're like 15. Yeah. <laughs> however old they are. Yeah, what I kind of like about this um, series is that it's that um, it's that very particular sort of um, you know, world design that you see with a lot of with a lot of anime that are meant to be set in this sort of vaguely European setting. Like, you know, it's it's almost it's almost as if you'd been taken and plopped in the middle of a um, early 1900s German town, which for some reason keeps popping up in a lot of shows, you know? Except except they have, like, 
scooters and headphones. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, they tend to get a little. It's an it's an anime version of that. So, I didn't think it was German at all, but I don't know anything about Germany, so. Oh, it it has a bit of that sort of just general European ish aesthetic to the okay. town. I I think it does. And I don't think it's necessarily 1900s, but I think it's like if you went to a really old town in Europe, like I went to some old towns in England, and they still have cobblestone streets and like mm-hmm. old buildings, but they also are technically in the modern age, so they still have scooters and cars <laughs> and stuff, even though it might be a few years behind. So yeah, it feels like a very like kind of like peaceful at home, pseudo-European place with a giant wall that you can't touch. Yeah, I keep. I have to admit. I have to admit that shows like Attack on Titan and Game of Thrones have ruined me because anytime I see something involving a giant wall, I just keep thinking. So, are there Titans on the other side or White Walkers, or both? Oh, <laughs> obviously both of the show. Yeah. So yeah, that would that or Toga or Toga on the other side. Yeah, they're the White so Walkers. All just standing there, like doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a mashup that needs to happen. Somebody just I don't know, do it somehow. Do it yourself. <laughs> I don't wanna. I guess I wow. I guess I could kind of. I kind of felt like this was like a. This is just my feeling. I have no nothing to back it up, but I feel like it was like a post-apocalypse kind of setting, where it's like. I imagine the world outside the wall is all just terrible. The toga are the only ones allowed to wander around in it. So it is kind of like the village, only not post-villages and post-apocalyptic. Mm. It's just like weird Amish people. <laughs> I never saw that. It's so weird. it's kind of like World War Z when they go to Israel, and that movie's terrible, so don't watch it. <laughs> okay. But they have a big wall, and the zombies go over the wall. Spoilers. If you saw a trailer, you know that happened. It's like the kaiju wall in Pacific Rim. Like, yeah, it's like the kaiju else. wall. <laughs> making Pacific Rim too, but that has nothing to do with this show. <laughs> yeah, what on earth is up with what is on earth is up with this obsession with giant walls recently? This movie isn't recent. It came out in two thousand like two. Two, yeah. Well, okay. Uh, Fair enough, but I mean think about it. Recently, um, Pacific Rim, Attack on Titan, Game of Thrones. Game of of Thrones was written in like 1992. Well, yeah, (laughs) but the show was made like four years ago. Everyone watched Hibernate Renmei and decided to put in giant walls, (laughs) obviously. Or Or maybe it's like japanese and american media conspiring over the course of decades to try and get us to build a wall on our south border it was like hey you know what's cool giant walls what you mean you don't have monsters that we need to keep out hey let's just keep regular people out oh wow that just went downhill wow i am taking i am the host derek minus five points for your almost racist comment, same <laughs> minus, five, minus five points for saying the artist sound high, but everyone is bad. Nathan plus ten points for hosting. Now, continuing on. Darn point vampire. Uh, so, okay. <laughs> I uh, I'm curious if Derek knows more about this. Um, the guy that made this show is called, it's like Yoshi Doshi Abe or something. It's Yoshi something Abe. I don't remember his name. Uh, minus five Yoshi, points for my racist comment. <laughs> Yeah, I think well, it's like Yoshitake Abe. Let me, um, one sec. Let me look the actual last Okay, while well, you're looking it up, um, I only bring it up because he also made Serial Experiments Lane before this, which is another show. Uh, if you think this show has a minimalistic art style, Lane is just everywhere. Um, that show is, but it's interesting because both of those shows are very similar in that, well, the art's similar, but also... They're both kind of, you kind of think something dark is going to happen, mm-hmm. something bad is going to happen, and then it does. And in addition, they both star a young girl. They both um, have, they deal with concepts of death and life and uh, like moving forward. Um, except Serious Bonus Lane is about the internet 
being pervasive and dangerous. And this one is about happy people in happy Hibernate Town. So we made you watch Hibernate the one that Town doesn't happy. seem really happy to me, though. It's happy-ish. Also, by the way... Compared to Lane, it's happy. Uh, also, by the way, his name is Yoshitoshi Abe. Which yeah, see, I was close. Yeah, which I have to say, that sounds like a name that someone would make up to make fun of a Japanese person because it's just Yoshi Toshi Abe. Hmm. Don't tell him that to his face. That would be that would be very offensive. I think Yoshi Toshi is a cool name. Yeah. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you name your cat that? I don't have a cat, but next time I do. <laughs> Burnsy, you got a new name. <laughs> Yoshi Toshi. Yoshi Toshi, get over here. Yep. You should get um, yeah, so yes. You know what else, Derek, do you know what, you're an anime whatever guru, do you know what else this dude's made besides uh, Lane? Yes, thanks to my, <clears throat> thanks to my awesome... Okay, just read Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, he is, okay, so, well, his first anime was Serial Experiments Lane. Um, then... Let's see, he did the character design. He did the character design of the anime Nai A7. Um, let's see. He, yeah. And he had Haibane Renmei. He did the production elements, uh, original story, character design, and scenario. Um, Technolize. He did character designs. Um, Welcome to the NHK, he did the illustrations for the original novel, and then Despera, he did the character design. So. That's all, he, so he hasn't, so the only movies he's actually written or produced were, or animated, were Lane and Ivan. Uh, more or less, he seems to have done, he's done character design for pretty much all of them, but if you look at his printed works, he has done a lot of doujinshi. Oh. I mean a so he, lot. So he mostly just does manga. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and some of it like he's done a he's done a couple at least oh geez a lot of um several chapters of Haibane Renmei um sort of one off sort of stories. And also some he's done he's been on a few art books and some Oh, hey, look at that. He did an all-you-need-is-kill manga. I have no idea what that is. It's, uh, it's the, you know the movie, um, Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise? Oh, yeah. That's, uh, the all-you-need-is-kill. It's is based kill. on the light novel, right? Yeah, that's the book that it's based off of, all-you-need-is-kill. Uh -huh. And so, okay, yeah, why does it say it's, why does it say it's manga that's, he, yeah, he did the illustrations for that um, book. I'd much rather oh, cool. read the book than watch Tom Cruise. I actually have it on. I actually have it yeah, on my Kindle. Yeah, but the book, but the book would be in the art style of Hideo Renmei, which we've established you think is quote boring. So I do think it's boring, but I still think the book would be interesting. Well, do keep in I mind. Can't believe like the backdrop. Uh, What's that? I can't believe you don't like the backdrop. Uh, I think it's just because the the colors are so muted, and there's so few of them. I think it's kind of supposed to be that way. After looking at Lane, which is very bold, solid, contrasty colors. Mm. I feel like watching Highbane, it's like, it's supposed to be this, like, happy town, but I feel like everything is uh, rotten to the core underneath it all. Well, that, I do kind of get the sense that's And the so point. I'm just sitting there, like, waiting for it to go to pot. Which it kind of did in episode 6, but not fully. No, this, episode 6 is the jumping off point where things start getting a little <laughs> depressing. Uh, she was already kind of depressed, but yeah, it doesn't help. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, gr the scene where her wings grow kind of didn't help the tone overall. Oh, no, it did not. I was like, oh, hey, that's like, oh, man, that's like a very, two very feathery pimples on your back. Oh, sick, Derek. Oh. You are welcome. <laughs> I was thinking of all the... Wow. Oh, gross. It's actually kind of clever because you have, like, this sort of happy, friendly angel people and then this totally grotesquely violent, bloody wing birth. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know, it sets a good tone. 
Yeah, but I, so. I, I, I like. Go ahead. Yeah, I like the sound design um, in this series. Like a lot of the background, yeah, the music, the background noise, it really sounds, you know, it makes it sound real, you know, and especially the, uh, it really stuck out to me when they, um, when Hikari gave, um, gave, oh, dang, what's her name again? The main characters. Raka. Raka, that's it. I thought it was, for, I was thinking Raku, but I was like, no, that's not right. When she gave her the halo, and you see that it's actually, you know, you know, it's something actually that had to be forged, and it's like made of some I kind of metal. I liked the forged thing, that was really cool. Yeah, and, it's, and they make it out, and she makes donuts out of it. Yeah. <laughs> that was not so cool. Yeah, but it's, yeah, I do like kind of just the sound design, just there, and then from then on, like, especially during the storm, the sound really um, impressed me. But that was kind of the point where I realized, oh, hey, good sound. Good sound. The music is the best music in any anime I've ever seen so far. That is, that is correct. You are not go- I hate to disappoint you, but you are not going to find better music. As well, good as Bebop is in jazz, Highway Anime has, I think, the best music of any anime show. Time of Eve, the music was fine, but all the other shows, it's been very, very generic. Yeah. Just a wee um, bit. No, just a wee bit. Does are you watching it on Hulu? Do you get the intro with the intro song? Um, I am watching it on Hulu, and yes, I get the intro song. Okay, good. Because I was watching it on the files that I legally downloaded for legal purposes, oh, and they don't have intros or outros. I own the DVDs; I just don't have them with me. But yeah, they don't have intros or outros, and I'm kind of sad because I really like that show's intro. Hmm. Really is it on? Crap. Is it on Blu-ray or is it just DVD? I think it's on Blu-ray and DVD. They have HD versions, so I assume it's on. on well, I was I was streaming it in the HD. Let me check. Let's see. I see. Let's see. I see DVD. Hmm. I don't. Yeah, I don't see any. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I'm not seeing any Blu-ray. I'm just seeing DVD. It's only twenty-one sixty-six for the complete series. That's pretty good, Fran. That's only 13 episodes. Um, going back to the colors, what I was going to say a while ago that I think is interesting. Um, if I remember correctly, a lot of it is actually, the backgrounds are all very watercolor, if I remember correctly. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was kind of unique because most shows don't use watercolor for their background in anime. Um, and I think, I don't know, looking at, I mean, the characters have very solid color designs, but it's all very earthy, uh, mm. not to dig too deep into color theory, but there's a lot of greens and a lot of very mellow yellows and a lot of brown. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, actually, I liked the I, storm the best because of the grays and we got something new. Yeah, well, that show does, that's what I like, is that that show does a very interesting, even if the colors are subdued, um, after learning a bit about color theory and watching the show, they are very, very clever in how they alter and manipulate what people are wearing at specific times and, like, what the color contrasts are. And to be fair, like, that's, it's a known trope. Like, there's a reason Naruto wears orange and Sasuke wears blue and Sakura wears red. It's because those are colors. In Naruto, it's because those colors are associated with their personalities. It's for idiot, dumb idiots that can't figure out their personality can also figure it out based on their brain telling them because of the colors. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know, I think Hibane, the reason why I really, really enjoy the show and I don't mind the art is because it's supposed to be quiet and mellow and you're just supposed to kind of, it's like, it's almost like you're like seeing it through like a, a, a piece of glass. Like it's, it's yeah. distant, you know, it's blurry and it's distant. You're seeing, it's not it's like the real world, but there's some weird lens over it. And like, I think the watercolor and the colors they choose and their minimalistic art style encourages that kind of, that's, I think, why you think something's wrong, even though there's like nothing really hinting at all in the plot to do that, is because the way the visual style is represented, it doesn't feel like the real world, and then you have to like, be like, mm, something's weird. Anyway, that's deep into the freaking my theories on Hive and Renme. That's fine. But, um, I have theories. <laughs> I have well, I mean, I've seen the whole show like six times, but yes. So, um, 
Yes. So uh, that was like the first half of the show. If you're following along at home, you can now watch the other half, I guess. <laughs> if you've already seen it, you should go watch it again. Um, soundtrack is available on the internet. Oh, you can't buy it? No, I actually did that. This was the first uh, anime soundtrack I ever imported. I might be the only one, actually, when I think about it. But, yeah, I should have the CD floating around somewhere. Hmm. Um, it's really I would, yeah, it's good. It's good writing music. Mm-hmm. So, Derek, you've seen this show before, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I was just making sure you've seen everything, so I guess it didn't as a redundant question. I was trying to get you to say something, but I don't know what to ask you. So. Well, it's been a while. Are there any shows that are there any shows that just out of curiosity? That are that you might have seen that are like Hibernator in May. Uh, I want to mine your. You're here on the show, and we want to mine your intelligence. The only thing I can think of is I watched uh, from the New World recently on right. and that's a similar young people dystopian uh, something dark is going on underneath it type show. Only uh, from the New World is less ab- much less abstract than. Uh, yeah, I'm but. trying to remember. Um, one that might, that is uh, pretty similar, but that doesn't quite have the same narrative structure, is um, Mushishi. Um, what? Well, I think I've heard of that one. Yeah, that one's that one's very much. It's a very uh, relaxed uh, tone. Dragon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's that one is kind of similar in that it's kind of very slow paced. It's not one of those ones where people are running around yelling and punching each other, but it does delve into horror elements a lot more than this does, and it is. Uh, yeah, that one is a lot more, a lot more episodic. You know, it's like you know one. It's each. You know, each episode or each couple of episodes deal with a new, with a new, um, you know, issue. While with this one, it's more, it's all about the ongoing story. Uh, see, I'm trying to think. I swear there's, like, this thing in my brain that is saying, hey, you know something similar. But I'm not remembering. Is that Lane one really similar? Uh, that... Yeah, that may be the thing in my brain that's saying, hey, you've seen something similar. And I'm like, stop that. That doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> Lane is abstract, but it's so abstract compared to Hibernate. Mm. Like, it's, that's a show where you, nothing makes, like, you literally have no idea what is going on in the show until, like, the last three episodes. And even then, it's, like, a lot of thinking is required. So, so it's, like, lost, but it actually has a point at the end? <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. Lane is, no, because Lost, you can still kind of follow the characters and their story. Lane is just so completely out there. It is very difficult to even, like, continue watching it and following it because it's just every episode seems so completely disconnected, even though it's the same character and, like, similar topics. It's just very, very bizarre. Um, but then, like, at the end, it all makes sense. God, it's so clever, though. Like, the end of the, the, end of the show is very, uh, I really like Lane. Uh, Rewatching it was is hard though because you know you have to sift through, you know, ten episodes of not having any idea what's going on before you hit the end. But, and I don't I think, mind that as much. As I think American TV's probably ruined me because I'm watching Hibernate thinking, oh, whatever you know, whatever mystery box thing that they've decided, it's just not going to be as good or make any sense. And so I'm just like not looking forward to the big reveal because I think it'll just be terrible. <laughs> Um, I'm just going to tell you right now, there is no, like, earth-shattering plot twist or anything. That's not That's really good. a spoiler. It's, like the show, it's very structured around things kind of happen and progress and you learn things gradually. And so there isn't, like, and this is what it all means at the end. That's not going to... I'm just telling you right now, it's not going to happen. But it does drop... be good, because I don't like this is what it all means, because it doesn't ever... <laughs> Live up to the expectation of what it should all mean. Yeah, Shyamalan's kind of ruined us to that, hasn't he? 
uh, well, uh, him and Abrams. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and let's... Honestly, sorry. No, sorry. I was just going to say, oh, hey, and let's also throw some hate towards David Goyer just because. Oh, <laughs> so much. I'm leaning hate. So That's much. not cool. The Annie, hey, I'm hosting this, and the annual podcast is about love and peace and serenity, like Hyundai Renme. Mm-hmm. So there'll not be hate flinging, except at Shyamalan. But nobody else. Okay. No J.J. Abrams. No whatever that other person said. Um, anyway, I think uh, that will be more interesting next week because it will be finished, and then we can de- about- delve deep, yeah. theorizing what it means. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, talk about but, the whole thing. Yeah, cause... James, I have a question. Wait, I have sorry, an answer. Derek. Wait, wait, Derek, my, did you have something important to say, Derek, that I interrupted rudely? No. No, not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, 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 are you sure? This is your chance. I'm giving you a chance. No, okay, no, fine. that was good. <laughs> Ever speak again. No, no speak, speak again. So, James, you can't really rate it yet because no. of, uh, it's not over. But if you were watching this not for the show, would you think you would finish it out? Or would you just be like, eh, it's boring? Um, so probably if I, was, if I was watching it by myself randomly, I would have quit after the first two episodes. I probably would have quit okay. after the first one with the whole wing thing. That was disgusting. Yeah. But then, um, after episode six, if if I had been forced to like watch it through episode six, I would keep going by myself because I do Which need to happened. know what's going on. That's good. I am really sad about Koo, though. Good. It worked. <laughs> I hate the feels. Boo. Go away. Well. That's honestly, things are only going to get worse. Um, anyway. Thanks, Nathan. <laughs> yeah. I, an inter- something that I actually want to bring up is that in the past with some of the series, you've um, com- you sort of said that you were a little disappointed with some of the shows, how they were had a more episodic feel than an ongoing story. Well, with this one, it's definitely an ongoing story, with though it does still have a slight episodic nature. Um, to it. That's so. something really weird about the show. It's like you could you could make an argument for either way because it is episodic. You know, she has to go try out the next job, the next episode, that sort of thing. But it doesn't really feel episodic. Mm-hmm. Probably because of that whole slice of life feel. Honestly, if they didn't have exits and headers, you could probably just watch it all in one go, like Time of the Eve, and it, you probably couldn't tell where the breaks were. Well, you know she's, like, she's going to go start a new job. Yeah, but sometimes she doesn't. Sometimes she has two jobs in one episode. So like, That's true. Hmm. I don't know. When I watched Time of Eve, I didn't realize it was uh, multiple episodes until someone told me after the fact. <laughs> so... I thought it was just one big movie that was just segmented in that way. I think it'll be interesting, you know, probably in like a year or something, I'll go back to Time of Youth. I think I'll have a lot better appreciation for it considering I'll have seen all these other anime shows and go, oh, you know, that one main character's emotional issues are nothing compared to, you know, Everyone the boys in free. free and the girls on Hibane and... The crazy people on Pokemon and Digimon. Oh, like they're, they're totally normal. Yeah, they're all crazy. I just want to say one thing I do really like about Hyman. I like everything about Hyman, but on emotional issues, I think it's interesting that, and I like the fact that Raka, like, she almost kind of has a meltdown when she's in the tower with, what's her name? She's like, it's very uh, depressed. Uh, Kana? Yeah, I, I don't know. I like that she is reacting like a person like why was she crying again? i totally forgot she felt like she was worthless and she's just and she couldn't figure out what she wanted to do and she was obviously unsaid she was probably feeling the pressures of being in a completely new scenario not knowing how to deal with it and like the fact that you know whatever she was before is gone well and she has and to help the the kids like she has to go get a job she doesn't really have a choice 
Yeah, but it, I think at the time she made the the other girl made some offhand comments about if she can't find a job, she'll just be you know freeloading. And it wasn't meant to be like insulting; it was meant to be a joke. But it, she it kind of triggered her being as someone who suffers a lot from anxiety and depression. It was very realistic in that yes. it was not meant to be hurtful. But you could tell over watching, having seen the show before, and I know what happens. I know that she gets very depressed, and so like. Oh, great. Thanks, Nathan. Well, she's already depressed. That's the point. Is it things I've lost and lost of cues, even when she's happy and smiling, that she's not actually, that she's struggling a lot. And I like that it kind of came to a very slight head there, which is how it actually is when you are depressed or anxious, is it it pops out for a little bit and then you push it away again. So I I think she, I really like how the show presents people as actually as like three-dimensional actual beings that have flaws and problems and can be sad and depressed and like have emotions beyond I'm angry, I'm sad, I'm happy, you know, like a lot of anime is over-exaggerated animations because it's kind of like a, you know, it's kind of like a Greek comedy where everybody plays a role and every role is extreme, you know, like, but the show is not that. I don't know. I could just gush about the show forever because I freaking love this- it, but... The show has the best female characters out of any of the shows we watched. Because they're all by far, like the most characters, the most diverse, interesting group of females, and that's yeah. It's like this is way more a feminist show than Sailor Moon. Hmm. Yeah, it's made more famous because it displays women as actual people. Yep. And not as uh, props that it can now. be rescued by tuxedo mask. <laughs> and there's like no boys, so they all don't talk about boys all the time. Yeah, except that one time. Like the boys with Ricky? Sometimes. Yeah. They're allowed to talk about sometimes. It's just like not Well, all. just like boys talk about girls sometimes, but that's not all they talk about. Ricky's character arc does not revolve entirely around some guy. And right. even though she does have... Later, you realize her connections with that group. It is not what her entire life revolves around, which is how it would be in many other instances. It's just mm-hmm. like a life it is just another aspect of her. Yes. This show is really freaking good. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Well, plus one for feminists on this one. Uh, it's also not... It actually isn't as slow as I remembered it being. I remember the first time I watched it, I thought it took forever for Ku to leave. And then, like, when we were getting to it, I'm like, wow, that was actually really fast. That, <laughs> and we're, like, halfway done. And it's like, wow, we're halfway done. It before. felt pretty slow when I was watching it. Yeah. But maybe but, that's just the first time watching feeling. Yeah, because the first time I watched it, it was really slow. I think the other problem really is slow, that I don't like watching uh, Raka being depressed. Well, I have some... All right, well... Don't tell luck. me any news, but it's just like, oh, I feel so bad for this girl, even though she's pretend, I know. <laughs> just like, kind of oh, you're sad. She's in a really... She's in a scenario... She's in the worst kind of scenarios, the ones that, like, aren't terrible, so you know you shouldn't be sad, but they're different and kind of scary, so you're sad anyway, so you feel bad about being sad, if that makes any sense, because you really yes. shouldn't... And so she's just, she's in a world that sucks. <laughs> are you describing college? Because that's what college sounded like. Yeah, a lot mm-hmm. of college. Yeah. Or just life in general when things are going okay, but you're depressed anyway. Yeah. You're like, I shouldn't be depressed because I have food to eat and I have a job. And... Welcome to the Depressed Annie Noob cast. I'm your host, Noob Depressed. <laughs> Here we have this episode of Annie Noob brought to you by Prozac. Prozac, it'll make you happier. We want to go to Prozac.com, type the discount code AnnieNoob5 to get your free bottle of Prozac. You can try it out and be happy so that when you watch Hibernate, you don't want to freaking go cry for an hour. It I doesn't cry. work. No. <laughs> Thank you. Well, then you need more Prozac. You can use discount code AnnieNoob15 to get 15 bottles of Prozac. One for each episode and then two left over of the AnnieNoob and Hibernate Redmade Depression podcast. I have a better option for everybody. Go and exercise. You'll feel better. What? Just talking to people who watch anime all day. Well, you can go between episodes and go on a run or something. Fall upon, falling upon deaf ears. 
Allah is saying. Go exercise. Mm. Yeah, listen, anyone listening to this podcast, get your fat butt off the chair, stop listening to people talk about anime, and then go watch more anime, that's just a cycle of sadness, and then go and go for a walk outside oh, with yes. our people in the sun, you'll like it. It might be winter by the time they're hearing this, Derek. What? No. <laughs> no, I won't. I'm recording it is summer, so go out then, if not, then go out anyway and wear a coat. Wear a coat. Wear a coat like the one Koo gave to Raka before she died. Okay, that made me so sad. <laughs> that was like, I was like, oh no, she's giving stuff away. Something bad is going to happen. And then it did. And I was just like, oh. Yeah, I instantly pegged on the, oh, she's going to disappear um, immediately after it was like at the end of episode five where she says goodbye to the. Uh, you know, to the owner of the restaurant she works at. Like, instantly, I was like, it wasn't It wasn't a see you later, it was a farewell kind of goodbye. Well, maybe Rocket can get a job there now. <laughs> yeah. Just trying to find anything happy about it. Yeah, and I, I also, heard, like, Halo's sitting there, so sad. It's working. Yeah, I also, oh. I also found... So yeah, I also found that there was um that it was kind of um with uh which episode was it? I think it was episode four, yeah, the one with the clock tower. Where you had the yeah. guy that was saying, Oh hey, is she is she going to is she leaving? And then it's all what? No, no, what are you talking about? No, of course not. Yeah, that, they dropped the big hint. Yeah. Yeah, that one's like, oh, okay. Did Ku's uh, boss think she was a boy, too? I think so. Okay, because when he's like, you know, thanks for working, boy, I was like, okay, is this like a Japanese thing where I don't know what the culture is saying, or is it just he literally thought she was a boy? Um, I think it might be a little bit of both, but it is a thing. Um, it is a bit of a cultural thing for... Uh, Somewhat for a guy, you know, for o- older guys to call younger girls. A gu- well, no, actually, I'm trying to think. Is like I know I've seen it before, but I can't think of the context in which it happens. Is this an anime thing or a Japanese thing or just like a silly thing with all like the guys being mistaken as girls, girls being mistaken as boys? I think it's just a Japanese trope, just in okay. general, not just for anime, but. You know, kind of in general, that's kind of a an ongoing trope. Okay. So, but yeah. well, I have no well, tropes in my hive, eh? <laughs> uh-huh, Well, that's crazy. a pretty mild way of having the trope there. Yeah. They also do good. They also do good not having everybody being a stereotype like normally would happen in this type of show. Like they have the crew, and they have the one that's kind of more hyper than the others, but they're all very like normal. You know, normally more have, hyper, like, the blonde? Like, two and the two is the little, and maybe the dark-haired boy and girl person, <laughs> who is very kind of loud, and... But, like, they're all within... They're all toned down within the realms of human existence. I really like the, uh... The library girl. I think she is interesting. I well, thinking of the girls... Yeah, for and... some reason, I really sympathize with the library girl right now. Oh, dear. <laughs> and then they hang out with the pregnant lady. <laughs> Are you hanging out with pregnant ladies, Derek? Not at the moment. <laughs> that sounded way worse than I meant. Um, all those girls felt like girls I've met before. Like, they all felt real to me. Like, they all felt like one girl you've met before? Just like a crazy No, like girl? different girls, you oh. know, like... I've sense. known a girl with short hair who likes to tinker on things and is kind of loud. Like, like the clock girl. But the clock girl wasn't like over the top. Yeah, was... that's kind of the point. Is that in in most shows you get like if you look at Free, you have your kind of ensemble of characters, right? Like that all fit kind of within a trope. You have your brooding one, you have your little funny one, you have your best friend sidekick, voice of reason one. You know, like and then the, the funny one's the best one. Yeah, sure. <laughs> But that's kind of a trope. Like it's kind of it's very tropish. Like 
I mean, if, even in other, you have Naruto, you have the, it's that trope of three. You have the funny boy, mm-hmm. like, who's brooding the girl, like, you know, and then the, the quiet, the mentor. And so, like, it's a lot of anime, and off on a tangent, the reason why I stopped watching most anime is because it's all, you come to recognize the tropes, uh-huh. and they become all you see, and then you can't enjoy it anymore. It's like, oh, this person's the loud one. I guess they're going to be the obnoxious comic relief for the rest of the show and have no other redeeming qualities. I'm sure looking forward to that. Oh, this is the brooding one. And, like, Rocka's kind of kind of brooding and kind of depressed, but she's not, like, but she's, in an overtly fake way. She's trying to help you know? people the whole time. Well, she's, like, actually legitimately depressed, unlike the guys in Free, what's-his-face, Haru, who you think is might be depressed, but more it's just like I am brooding and sullen because that's a character trait, not because I'm an actual human being. Yeah. Because he's not. He's a fish person. We already established that on previous episode of Annie Noob. Episode 5, shout back, throwback, <laughs> don't listen to it again, greatest hits. <laughs> Go watch time. it again on Crunchyroll late now. No, don't. Listen, listen again for the very first time. We're going to digitally, I uh, please announce that we are, as me as host, we are going to digitally go back in and make any new special edition where we will digitally remaster all of Derek's hosting and replace it with me hosting. Oh, um, uh, we no. think that this fans want, and uh, Derek will be replaced by a CG uh, cat uh, <laughs> named Sparkles. Sparkles, the Annie. No, Yoshi Toshi. Oh, yeah, Yoshi Well, I mean, that's his real name, but his nickname is Sparkles. Give the, the Lord. This is canon now. So, <laughs> in the, Annie, the Annie Noob canon. So, look forward to that in your RSSS feeds uh, coming soon. Um, why are we talking about this? This is we're really like idea. stretching this thin. Um, does anyone have any final comments about Hyder Room before I close the show? I'm still fixated on how cute the kids are. Mm. Oh, I, the kids that make their wings clip. Clap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're so adorable. I wish that um, they focused more on them, but then it'd be a more happy show, so that would... Yeah, one thing... Can't have- yeah, one thing that I thought was really weird was the scene with the carrots. And I'm like, wait, I... Wait, what? Why, why do you not like carrots? Oh. All of they you didn't look carrots. like carrots at all. <laughs> they looked like little wiener dogs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, carrots. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was like, I was just watching that, and I'm just thinking, is this just a cultural thing that's escaped me? Do Japanese people just really hate cooked carrots? I mean, I can. Were we supposed? Were we supposed to like see it as um, the lesson for Ricky, though? Well, yeah, but I mean. Like the old lady is teaching her something, so maybe it's about that. Um, that 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 interaction is important because Ricky is like the other main arc in this show. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's more just like I I agree. I don't know why I hate carrots so much, but mm. well, I hated cooked carrots as a baby, as a kid. Well, maybe they're just gross. I don't know. Maybe the jokes are just disgusting. <laughs> And that's why you shouldn't cook them. Just eat them raw. I mean, for all you know, it could be some running gag that happened in this world before we entered it. You know? And, like, it's just funny because it's a running gag for them. Or it was a running gag for the people that were writing it, and they thought it'd be funny to include it, but it didn't make sense to anybody else. Yeah. So, like, F carrots. It's like, what? Why? They're not rabbits. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, of course, you know, this means war. Like oh. Bugs Bunny declares war on the anime in his industry. I would okay. not want to watch that by myself. <laughs> yeah, me either, Derek. Minus five points for suggesting that, because I don't like it. But it doesn't matter if we are replaced with Yoshi Doshi Sparkles, the anime cat, soon. Um, just kidding. <laughs> next time, next, yeah. Yeah, see, so you're getting a character already. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it'll save us on budget for having to buy a real cat. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> save, gosh. Yeah, save me from having to squeeze my cat to, so he makes noise. Yeah, squeeze him. Oh. Like, Burns and make sound. Yoshi, Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> Making noise. <laughs> um, 
this is gone. This nonsense is gone for long enough for something we only watched half of. Yeah. Uh, so next episode, Derek will actually be hosting again, so it will make more sense or less sense, depending. Less, on. I'm sure. <laughs> um, do we want to spoil what the next episode is? Because I know what it is. Digimon. I spoiled it. Yes, yes. It'll be Digimon, the first four episodes of Woo-hoo! the first Digimon series. So. Yep. Um, but they don't want to plug what they do. I wrote a book called Paradise because you can buy it. Um, I don't blog or anything anymore. Go to nitsfirstfieldgames.com. Derek, what do you do on the internet besides this thing? Um, I sometimes blog. So give them the website, yo. So what blog? They probably got it. Oh, they, well, that's probably where they got what? this show from. But so yeah, burninglizardstudios.com. Yep. You go there, I sometimes have blog posts up. I also write other stuff, but none of that's available. Yet. Yeah. Yep. If I get, yeah, I don't know, maybe if I get lucky by the time this one comes out, it will be available, but we'll have to wait. Start writing it to actually get that done. Yeah. (laughs) James, do you do anything on the internet, or are you just the Annie Noob? I'm just the Annie Noob for now. Just just (laughs) the Annie Noob. So James, you go to www.annynoob.com that will not take you to James. Hey, so, maybe so, I should buy that on Google. We can buy it and just, you know, just direct to a picture of your face oh, put on to Haru's body. And it will be amazing. On Haru's body? <laughs> on Haru's body. I look yep. more like Makoto, I think. If you did that, our people that listen to this would skyrocket. Probably. From about, one to three. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, we triple our our new fan base. Um, anyway, that has been the Annie Noob episode seven. Thank you for listening. I apologize in advance if you hated it. Uh, I guess it's not in advance because like, oh, apologize. Most boredom apologize. Um, if you did, that's too bad. Go do something else with your life. I don't give a freaking crap. I'm just doing the show. So go watch Ivanir and they go watch three. Go watch. Don't watch World War Z. It's terrible. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you, Derek. Thank you, James, for thank watching you. and listening. You're welcome. <laughs> and for being thanked. And uh, the, that was, we have to look at the scores. Let me grab my sheet here. <laughs> Final scores for this episode of Annie Noob. Uh, hardcore edition. Oh, sorry. Colon. Hardcore edition. Colon. Revenge of the Fallen. Backspace. Forward space, falling two. It is. Uh, I have fifty points, and Derek has minus seventeen points, and James has a straight zero. So congratulations, James! <laughs> you, made, you won this week um, because hosts can't win, and your award is to have another podcast about Digimon. Excellent. So, yay! If you want to be part of this and win points, please like, comment, subscribe. Oh, that's YouTube. Please uh, subscribe, share, tell your friends. Play Follow your Nathan comments. and Derek on Twitter. Follow us on – I don't use Twitter, so don't follow me on Twitter. I don't care. Uh, play this in your car with your friends. If you have any, are over. Who, who am I kidding? Just watch anime and listen to this podcast. Play it in your car and you have friends, and then share it with your imaginary friends. As long as it means more downloads, we're fine with it. I'm just going to stop because the train wreck is coming to an end. Uh, bye. Bye. Bye.